Hey everyone, it is Nick Bradley here. Welcome to Scale Up. It is the summer here in the UK and certainly in the northern part of the world. And I have just got back from an amazing four weeks away with my family. So just to put some context to that, because I appreciate that a lot of you listening to to me on this show haven't quite created the environment, the world, the lifestyle to be able to do that. So I want to just share with you that, you know, I was in that place too. I didn't have that opportunity a number of years back. I was tied to a job. I was working for different private equity firms, as a lot of you know. I had a corporate job before that. I had my X number of weeks holiday per year. And they were sacrilege to some extent. You know, they were things that we absolutely would plan in advance and look forward to. But one of the goals that I set about five years ago now was the ability to be able to take off as much time as I wanted to travel with my family. And that is one of my highest values. And it's taken a bit of time to actually just coordinate all that. We always go away for a few weeks every year. But to actually, you know, pick everything up, pack everything up, you know, work out who's going to look after the dogs, all that sort of thing, that took a little bit more coordination and we've just done it. So we went to Italy, spent some time in Pompeii, Naples, the Amalfi Coast, um, a place called Positano, which is just so cool. We've got to go there. And then we went to another place called Matera where they filmed the last James Bond film, which was really, really cool just to be in that sort of environment. You can imagine what that's like. Then we jumped on a boat ended up in Montenegro, spent a week there, and then we drove effectively from Montenegro up to Croatia and spent our last couple of weeks around Split and the islands and the national parks and all that sort of thing. So really, really cool. Now, the reason I share all that with you is, A, it's what I've just been doing, so I want you to know what I've been doing, but I also want to share with you a couple of the things that I did while I was away with the family because, of course, I'm trying to balance work and play, uh, being present with the kids, um, leaning into the things that give me joy, right? And one of those things, of course, is is educating myself. It's growth. It's learning. So I read a couple of books, which I'm going to share with you on the show today. But I want to kick off and talk about two things, actually. The first thing I'm going to start with is a quote. Now, I heard this quote many, many years ago, and I love it. I love it. I love it now. I love it now because I'm starting to live it now. But when I first heard it, I wasn't living it. But it was one of those things that I thought, God, you know, how does someone do this? So it was kind of mesmerizing to me when I, when I first did hear it. And the quote is this, the master in the art of living makes little distinction between his work and his play, his labor and his leisure his mind and his body, his information and his recreation, his love and his religion. He hardly knows which is which. He simply pursues his vision of excellence at whatever he does, leaving others to decide whether he is working or playing. To him, he's always doing both. Now that is a a quote, a statement, a phrase maybe a mantra for some people, uh, by a guy called James A. Mickener or Mishener. And it's incredible. Now, forget the fact that it's, uh, you know, it's always talking about him. So it's not particularly diverse in this day and age. But the sentiment behind it is incredible. You know, particularly the last bit, you know, this, this idea that he leaves others to decide whether he is working or playing, because to him, he is always doing both. So it's the concept really behind is my my work, my vacation, and my vocation, what is it and how do you do it? 
And even though I talk about scaling businesses, exiting businesses, creating time and money freedom, what I'm really talking about ultimately is designing your life in a way which allows you to do all these different things that you want to do on your terms. And the travel that I just did, the stuff that I'm, I'm building my life around, and I share a lot of this journey with you week in, week out, has come from the ambition, the goal to be able to do that. Okay, so that's the quote. And I, I reread that quote, I reminded myself of that quote by reading this amazing book by a friend of mine called Randy Garn. And the book is called Prosper. And it's, it's, a, it's a personal development book, but the way that it is built and put together and defined and all those sort of things is a very, very, in my opinion, simple process, iteration of how you can start to think about the things that really matter to you. So I'm going to recommend you read it. As I said, it's called Prosper by Randy Garn. Um, and I'm just going to go through some of the, the points in it today to give you a flavor of what it is doing or what it can help you do. Okay. So the first part of really understanding this is the definition of what is prosperity. And everyone, everyone's got a different, different definition. It's not just about how much money you've got. It's the richness of your life around the money that you make, the income that you need to have, you know, whatever that quality of life is for you. So you might've heard in, in different, different realms, different, different conversations that someone can have a lot of money, but be miserable. Therefore, they're not very prosperous, right? Even though they have a lot of money. Equally, you might go to a third world country, which I've done before. I've been into, into places where there's a lot of poverty and they've got nothing, right? Nothing in terms of how we would define things in the Western world, but they seem really ha happy, right? They're, you know, they've got high levels of gratitude, even for the small things that they have. And you could argue that they are living a prosperous life, even though the definitions of, of what prosperity is, is going to be very, very different. Okay, if that makes sense. So when I think about prosper or prosperity, I'm thinking about exactly what I, I kicked off this podcast with, right? I'm thinking about the ability to do stuff without constraint, right? Having enough money that allows me to live out the different dreams and goals that I have. And my mission really around helping people scale up and exit their businesses, because that is a way of facilitating that for other people, which has been and certainly has become my big mission in life. So let me go through a couple of the steps in the book. As I said, I'm not going to do the book justice just by the, the 10 or 15 minutes we have here today. But there are some important concepts that I think if you are in a situation where you don't have the freedom that you desire, maybe you have everything you want and therefore you are prosperous. But if you don't, then there's a few things here which I think will help. So the first thing that is talked about in the book is finding your Polaris point, sometimes called your North Star when I work with clients, I talk about defining the end game, right? And and in many cases, it's it's the thing that sits ahead of you that you're striving to reach, right? It's the thing that gives you the guiding light, its principles and its values, right? It's the thing that we are working towards and it's always kind of there driving us towards it, but it may evolve, it may change, okay? Now, somewhat interestingly, the other book, just a segue here, the other book that I read when I was away was by Matthew McConaughey, and it's called uh, Green Lights, a great book, just an amazing book. It's kind of a memoir of the first 50 years of his life. And it reminds me of a speech that he made at the Academy Awards a number of years back when he won the Best uh, Actor Oscar. 
and he talked about you know gratitude and, and lots of the, the very principles that I believe in and talk about here. But he talked about you know he's striving to be the person that he will be in 10 years' time. So he's never going to get to that destination, but he's striving to to be that person, right? And and the, the similarities between the way he describes it in that Oscar speech, and I definitely recommend you download that or go and watch it on YouTube, and the way that Prosper talks about this idea of a Polaris point is very, very similar. So one of the things that I've, I've taken from this, I've done this before, but I redid it actually when I was away on this break, is wrote down again, my Polaris point, what I'm working towards, what's important to me, how do I want my life to be like, how do I want to show up, how do I want to serve people. And just the process of doing that gives, for me, momentum, energy, focus, perspective, all that sort of stuff. So so that's the first thing. The other thing they talk about is this idea of your prosperity zone. So where is that that mix of the thing that's going to make you enough money to have the life that you want, but also make you feel congruent to your values. This idea of earning from your core. So what lights you up? You know, like the quote I read a minute ago, what is the thing that you do that just if someone looked at you, they would know if you were working or playing, right? You, you have so much passion and energy for that thing that it's it's hard to, hard to um, separate it, right? And my belief is that we all have the ability to make enough money for our lifestyles, whatever we define, from the thing we love. It doesn't matter what it is, right? If you love surfing or you like gardening or you like, you can work out a way of monetizing the thing that you love the most. And a lot of people don't think that is true, but I have seen that time and time again as I've explored my own journey in personal development and coaching and all that sort of thing. I see people creating these amazing lives, particularly now, right, where we've got digital, we've got online, we've got all these resources that people didn't have 20, 30, 40 years ago. So I believe it to be 100% true that you can earn from your core. You can earn from the thing that gives you the most energy and drive in your life, okay? And here are some questions that came out of the book, which I thought were really powerful. So when you're thinking about how can I build my life, build a business around what I love, you know, what problem am I trying to solve or what is my purpose in the world to try and solve a bigger problem? You know, what is it that I can sell or offer that that does solve that problem and how am I going to reach my ideal clients? How am I going to let people know what I can do, right? Who is the person that I most want to serve? Um, how much are p- people willing to pay for the solution um, that I am going to offer for that problem? What other similar offers are out there that are available that I can look at and I can iterate from? Okay, what makes what I'm doing better, unique, more special than anything else? How can I articulate that solution to people? And what is the economic engine that sits behind that? Now, those questions are important questions in business, let alone if you're trying to recreate or create something new for yourself okay and then you know the book talks about personal mission statement things like what in my life am I committed to creating what do I stand for like back to personal values what action am I going to take to live you know a life that is about meaning right all that sort of thing and then it gets into something which I absolutely love which is this idea of a future vision you know where do I live now what car do I drive who is supporting me? How satisfied am I, am I with what I'm earning? What are the hobbies and activities that I'm pursuing? 
where was the last place that I took a two-week or a four-week vacation? But you're asking those questions not from the place you live now. You're asking from the place that you're going to live in the future once you've created the life that is the ultimate life for you. Okay? You with me? Right? So this idea that a goal is something not that you work towards. It's something that you come from. You already visualize that you are there. And then you have that North Star, you have that point. And all you've got to do then is work out the path, the strategy, the journey between A and B. Okay. And the last point that I thought was really cool was around goals, just generally. And a nice framework for setting goals, because sometimes people just write lots of things down in to-do lists. But the book talks about setting goals for today. What am I going to do today? What am I going to do tomorrow? What am I going to do next week, next month, next year? the year after, three years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, okay? Now, you might think, wow, that's a lot, but you can see there's a cascading effect that's going to change your mindset by going through the process because what you need to do today, there's five things I need to do today. I've got to, you know, go down to the post office. I've got to, you know, record a podcast, whatever it is, right? You can can grab that, you can do it, you can take action. But then as you cascade towards the bigger ambition, the stuff that's going to take longer to create, the stuff that's five years out, 10 years out, that's going to change the way you think and operate. Now, I have a, th- I have a vision board, effectively a vision screen, because I've got multiple screens up here when I'm, when I'm working and playing and doing my stuff. And I've got a, a board here. I'm just going to read it out to you, actually, just so you can understand what, it's, what it says. It says, Nick Bradley, and then it says, 10 years, 10 goals, right? And I have 10 really powerful goals written on one of the screens with with visual images of what they all mean and stuff like that. And every single year I update that. So that's kind of like a cumulative effect of goals. So like, you know, I know that over 10 years I can create lots of different things. And every year I'm ticking a few of those goals off and then I'm adding new ones. But it's really, really empowering to get up every single morning, turn on my computer, see what I'm working towards 10 years out. Okay, so I'm not giving myself this, this ridiculously short time frame to create the stuff I'm doing. But I know that I've got purpose, I've got mission, I've got a North Star, I've got goals, I've got um, cascading effect of those goals over time. And then really creating this life that allows you to go away for four weeks with your family just becomes a process. You know, around that is action, around that is discipline, around that is having people that can support you, be that coaches, mentors, environments, all of that. But it becomes a process. And I'm going to finish by saying, well, firstly, you know, as I said, get the book. The book is great. You know, get that and also get Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights. I I recommend reading them together. I did it randomly, but actually they were very complimentary. And if you're sort of my age in particular, I'm 48 this week, um, you know, reading a book that's a memoir of someone else who's at that sort of 50 years of age mark is quite a nice, nice way of just kind of reflecting on my own journey. So, you know, again, you don't have to be 50, but it's a great book. So, the final thing I want to think, finish with is I had a call actually yesterday, it's fresh in my mind, and it was a call with a guy that I used to work with about 15 years ago. Lovely chap. You know, he was very, very young, um, kind of his first job really, I think, back in the day when we worked together, but very, very energetic, passionate, committed, and that. And it was great to connect with him because, you know, 15 years is a long time. My world has changed. His world has definitely changed. We've both got kids. He's out there, you know, doing some amazing stuff in the in the media and the digital marketing landscape and has got, you know, some pretty high pro has had some pretty high profile roles and is now working for a big media company. But the reason I bring it up is he reached out to me to kind of just 
beat around this idea of what next? You know, what should I do next? And the guy's successful, right? So it's not about like, oh my God, I need to change everything. Everything's falling down. The guy's successful, but for whatever reason, he's not 100% fulfilled and he's looking ahead and thinking, you know what? Perhaps I need to do something different. Perhaps I need to start to lean into this idea of what's really going to light me up, fulfill me, serve others, et cetera, et cetera. So I went through my journey, shared that over the last five years, certainly since sort of 2016, 2017, and shared with him some of the things I'm sharing with you today around you've got to have the end game. You've got to have an idea of what that is. Now, the end game may not ever be reached, but it might be the direction of travel for the next five to 10 years. It's something that you're working towards, that Polaris point, that North Star. You've got to be clear on your values. Your values are the things that you love doing, the things that drive your behaviors, the things that help you make decisions. Whether you say yes or you say no to someone, if you work with someone or you don't, it comes from your values, okay? And and around that, it's around, you know, what do you want your life to be like and set goals around those things. Make those goals not too ambitious. You can have big lofty things that you want to create over that five to 10 year period, but the stuff that you have to do today you know, do it today, right? It's, 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 a, it's a very simple thing. I read once that the secret to success, okay, everyone's going to be scribbling this down now, like Nick's going to unleash the secret of success, right? The secret of success is really easy. You know, every, every single morning, write down what you need to do that day, right? Again, based on your goals, your vision, whatever you're doing, and do them, right? Don't go to bed until you've done it and do that every day. Okay, that's a secret of success. <laughs> but in order to do that, you have to have that understanding of where you want your life to go, what you want to create, as I said beforehand, what what, and who you want to serve. So hopefully that was useful. So, you know, that's what I've been doing over the last few weeks while I've been away with the family, learning, working, playing, all of that sort of stuff. As I look back, I'm incredibly grateful that I've been able to lean into this stuff and create a life which serves me and serves others, right? It wasn't like that. I just want to reiterate the point. I wasn't always like this. I had to go through my own journey to get there. And I'm still on that journey. But if that inspires you a little bit today, as we uh, look outside, and it's not bad weather here in the UK, if that inspires you today just to think, maybe I need to lean into this a little bit more, then that has been the objective of this episode. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith, and show up. Bye for now. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Scale Up with Nick Bradley. If you enjoy the show just as much as I enjoy creating it for you, then I'd really appreciate you leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And while you're there, why not subscribe to the channel so you never miss a future episode? It really helps me. It helps the show. Plus, it makes it easier for others to access the content that I'm producing week in and week out. And finally, if you want more information about anything you heard in today's show or to find out how you can get more help in scaling up your business and your life, click the link in the show notes now to learn about our coaching, mentoring, and mastermind programs. See you soon.